0: All right, uh, welcome to uh, Getting Spiked with uh, Reagan Distance. I am uh, Coach Vera. I am filling in today. Uh, our distance program right now is all over the place. We, uh, we've got some that are racing later on today at JDL. Uh, a few that are getting ready, uh, seven uh, specifically are getting ready to go down to Alabama for running lane, the running lane cross country championships. Uh, so I'm here with senior Brennan Kaplan, and junior kate shore and we are just going to uh go over the last few weeks we've been um with the thanksgiving holiday and then uh just a few a few meets and days that kind of conflicted with us recording our latest episodes so uh we're just going to get into it and uh hopefully get some good insight from these guys these are two of our best runners here at reagan high school Um, get a little insight from them on how the season is going as we transition from cross country to indoor track and uh, just a little bit of uh, feedback from their previous races. So uh, we'll go ahead and start with uh, how are you both how are you guys doing? Doing very very good today.
1: Yeah doing good.
0: Okay so this will be interesting because usually I'm kind of telling you guys what we need to do at practice but uh, it's far and few between with us having so many runners on the team where I get to actually sit down and have that conversation. So, uh, first, first things first, uh, both of you ran at the state championship for cross country. Uh, can you give just a little insight on how that race went and, um, good things, bad things, things you learned from, whether you're moving on to college or you're coming back from your senior year? Um, so for me personally, it was, it wasn't great.
1: Um, I got out really well, and I, I was really confident going into it. I wasn't nervous at all like I usually am. Um, so I was confident going into it, got out really well. My first kilometer was really good, and then I just really started to feel dizzy and a lot of lactic acid and just really, really tired. And gradually throughout the race, like, I was t- still definitely, like, trying my hardest, but I just gradually, like, faded back, and, um, and I ended up running – my slowest time of the year, I think it was, like, 1705 or something like that, um, yeah, so, sure. and then I ended up in the med tent after the race for about 30 minutes with, like, ice packs on me, uh, they're trying to feed me applesauce and stuff to try to get my, like, sugar and and stuff right, Um, and, yeah, it ended up, they thought it was a hydration issue, I got blood tests and stuff, and everything was fine, um, yeah. so it was probably just a really dry and hot day. Um, but as for how I executed the race, like with how I like felt and how I, like what I could have done, I thought I executed well, like getting out and when I felt normal and then the rest of it was kind of just the circumstances. Um, but other than that, I mean, I've been focusing on hydration a lot more since then. So that's definitely something positive
0: that I've taken away from it. Yeah. That, 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 um, that day it had kind of been cool. And then all of a sudden we were benefiting from an afternoon where it wasn't going to be too cold. It was just going to be just right. And then it just ended up heating up big time. Um, so yeah, the hydration, I think it got a lot of people just like it's gotten the last few weeks, you know, as it gets colder, we ask everybody how much water do you drank lately, or they're like, I haven't drank anything since what's today, Monday, since Friday. Um, so, yeah. You know, it just kind of creeps up on you. And literally, at the state championship, it really did for a lot of people, even spectators. Um, I know there were a few uh, spectators, parents, uh, grandparents, stuff that were uh, kind of passing out and collapsing. So, Tate, how about you?
1: Uh, yeah, it was good. Like you and Brennan both said, it was very hot that day, which I don't think we were quite ready for. Um, It was different from the other races. But getting out, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I was in the top pack. There was probably... I mean, it was pretty crazy from the get go. Everybody you know, tells you to get out because everybody just bolts at the start. So I got out really well and I was sitting up front with the leaders, like 10, 15, 15 of us I'd say through about the mile and a half. And then it really started to just uh, string away from there. Once we got past the two mile, um, I felt like I ran a pretty good race. That was my best, second best time at Ivy overall just what two seconds off from regionals. So it was a really good race. Um, I didn't finish quite as well as I wanted to, um, but I was still able to close pretty well. Uh, So overall it was a good day.
0: That's good. Um, And I guess this is a a little bit different than our previous episodes because I can kind of, uh, I'm not in the background like saying, Hey, uh, what about that? Or don't forget to talk about that. But um, we're, we're big on, year over year results. Um, We had some of your teammates that they ran the state championship last year and we were just trying to kind of relay to them. How did you do this time last year? The conditions kind of change could be hot one day, cold another day, but overall the magnitude of the meet is kind of what we were looking for. Are we improving when we get to the big time races? So um, I know Tate, you think what, what'd you finish last year outside the top 10 and this year you were able to finish in the top 10. So get all state. Yes.
1: It was 12th last year and then eighth
0: this year. So so those are, you know, those are just little things, you know, I, I remind you guys all the time and we try to get some of the younger runners, uh, to kind of not beat themselves up too much when, when they see like, Oh, I didn't run a new PR. Well, how did you run in one of the toughest races in the state, which was the 4A state championship. So. Um, All right. So the guys finished ninth. Um, Brennan, besides his off day, we finished seventh. Um, I think that was a pretty good kind of, hey, this is what we're going. This is what this is where we're going, kind of with with the pieces that we have and how do we move forward. Um, Losing two seniors and Brennan and and his one of his best friends ever, uh, Blake. (laughs) Um, All right. So fast forward just a little bit um november we've kind of designated as postseason races eventually the program we want to be a team that races at in all the postseason races especially the ones that might advance us to national championships so we did a tune-up the charger two-mile tune-up and carry uh can you both talk a little bit about how that went it was a week after states so
1: yeah so for me i was really just looking to uh of boost the confidence up past uh, states which obviously didn't go very well Um, so the training had been really good Um, I've been really focusing on hydration and just getting my body prepared like outside of training Um, and yeah I thought I mean as far as the race went I got out well the first lap was first two laps for me were really quick I think I came through in 213 214 215 through 800, which is much faster than I was planning on going. I was hoping to run in the 930s. Yeah. Um, so I got <laughs> out right around 215. And then from that point up until maybe the last, like, two laps, especially the last lap, I just kind of got got a bit lazy, got a bit comfortable. Um, and I, I really just kind of let, let that front pad go, and I was kind of just um, zoned out a little bit. Um, and I closed really well uh probably mid to low 60s for the last lap and I ended up running a PR of 945 um which is a 6 second improvement from last season so especially with that um PR given like the poor effort on my part it was really cold um and rainy that day but it made for pretty good conditions but um apart from the poor effort i think it's a good sign going into indoor that I'm ready to run under 930 and get qualified for states and hopefully
0: uh, place pretty highly. Nice, nice. Now, before Tate, all right, so Brennan, you know, I think the one thing, um, you know, bouncing back, because I know we talked about at regionals, you had run a 1616, you know, and it was one of, it was at that point, I think it was your second fastest race of the season. Yep. So it was like, all right, now we're, we're rolling again. We're, we're firing in all cylinders at the right time. And then we, you know, have have the state race. Um, going into the Charger Academy, you knew Tate was going to be racing. Um, but there were some other big names. The, the biggest one, Gabriel Schmid. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he just qualified for Foot Locker Nationals. How, you've been in some races, I think, last year in the 3200 at Regionals, where Jacob Laney, one of the best runners in the state, was in our regionals in 3,200. How do you, how do you feel when you're at the starting line and you know, you've got one or one of the best runners and it's not your teammate, but it's somebody else that's going to kind of be controlling the pace. Like how do how do you feel before the gun goes off? And does it change your approach knowing that they might go out at a pace faster than uh, what you know you're supposed to be? And how do you combat that?
1: Yeah. So um, it definitely does change my approach. and especially with the race it was a it was a good field for sure. I think there were two guys under nine twenty Tate was right above, and then there were a lot in that um nine twenty five to nine thirty five range. There were a lot of them there so i instead of what I would usually do is settle on in, into that top pack i would uh settle into the the chase pack and just try to pick people off as I went around um and I ended up getting drawn out with the leaders a bit too quick um but It's definitely at first, especially, um, last season with given like conference and regionals, we had, we had some good runners and I was not really used to running with that level of competition. It definitely threw me off a little bit, but, um, just kind of reminding myself that like I'm there for a reason. I belong there. Um, this is a level of running that I'm going to need to get used to. Um, it's definitely gotten easier and it's, uh, just as, as the races went on, I've, I've gotten more comfortable with it and I have, uh, gotten adjusted to that little level of competition
0: okay nice nice all right tate how about you um i mean you just came off all state at states feeling pretty good Mm -hmm. hadn't been on the track in a while and then you see gabriel schmidt who you raced against him at what was one of the races um Uh, hagenstone hagenstone and um it was neck and neck all the way to the end or it was neck and neck all the way to the to the woods (laughs) yeah so yeah
1: he he pulled away pretty early in that race i'd say like just a mile between the mile and a mile and a half he
0: definitely pulled away from me so okay so no knowing you got a rematch and i think albert turner was another guy he's a junior mm-hmm. um you're gonna you're gonna be seeing him quite a bit he finished what a second or two in front of you at state meet and yeah. he was he was there again at the charger tune-up so mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about your race and um, kind of how you felt going into it um, How you felt a couple laps in, even all the way to the end?
1: Yeah, so I was definitely really excited for the Charger uh, tune-up because I knew it was going to be fast with all the other guys that were in there. Um, I was actually really excited to get back on the track. I kind of missed the track. It felt really nice, and it was very quick. Uh, like Brennan said, we got out really fast. I think I came through the 800, I want to say, in like 211, 212, which is really, really fast getting out um and then we slowed down a little bit came through the mile at 435 436 and from there the second mile was a little bit slower um i would say lap five and six i was definitely feeling it a little bit with a quick pace uh, and that's always the two laps that i forget to push the most even though that's the two that i need to push the most um i definitely closed really well i want to say my last lap was pretty quick it was definitely probably about 65 or so or a little bit less Um, so I closed really well and I got a five second PR, so I was excited about that. I saw Turner though, you know, he was, he was slowing down quite a bit and I was trying to get him. I just couldn't quite get him. I think he, he had me by like two seconds. I think he ran 9.19 or so. So all in all, it was a really good race and it just felt really good. I kind of missed the track. So
0: that's good. Well, it's, um, I think it was a pretty good day overall as a program, we, we, had, we went six for six because uh, one of our sophomores, Jackson, he ran 10.06. And then our ladies, our three, our three top ladies, um, Kate had a PR, um, Paige and Charlotte, who are both sophomores. So all three of them are returning. They all had good days. So it was kind of, y'all were the last ones on the track. You knew it was going to be a good race. Um, I think the one thing that, especially here in two hours, we've got uh, some that are racing over at JDL. I think the one thing I'm interested to see is, you know, how well are we learning how to race? Uh, some of our guys, uh, two so- or actually four sophomores that are running the 1600. Um, it's a, it's a great heat for them later on. So just like you guys did a couple Saturdays ago and you raced really well and, and you more importantly finished your race and you knew, Oh, I could have adjusted here. Oh, I could have gone there. And, i think that reflection is what's kind of helping us continue to grow so i'm excited to see um these guys here a little bit later at jdl all right so we had we didn't run dash for doobie we had some that ran dash for Doobie, some teammates and the reason why is because on sunday morning y'all were running at nxr and carry so we ran there at the adidas invitational Um, last year it was one of the fastest races in the state so we went there this year and it was again, one of the fastest races in the state. Um, so we knew it was gonna be a fast morning. Uh, tell us a little bit about the race, but I know, and then tell us a little bit more. When I went and looked at pictures, I was a little bit under the weather. Um, when I looked at pictures, I was like, why is the light off? It just seems so bright and almost like dusty. And I didn't realize how dusty. So you, you guys go talk a little bit about that. Yeah, about so, yeah.
1: so for me, um... I, I had just gotten some confidence back from Carrie. Um, training training was going well. Uh, had seen my teammates do some good races the night before, so I was feeling good going into it. Um, I didn't make it into the championship race, which uh, was a little bit of a shock. But at the same time, I was I was uh, comfortable knowing that I would be competing for one of the top spots. Um, so, for me, I got out well with in the top pack. I came around came in right around uh 450. And then from there that's so I I had never run ran this course before. I knew it was fast. I knew fast times had been ran there, but um I wasn't really really familiar with it. Um so I had came through 450, mainly downhill first mile. And then that second mile was first of all, I think I definitely let off the um let off the the gas pedal a little bit and definitely uh dropped back. A little bit and i came through the two mile right around ten thirty, um and at this point i i kind of realized like man i i'm feeling pretty good i have a lot left in the tank um the dust was definitely getting to me at this point too i was i was even having a hard time just keeping my eyes open like with how dusty it was i had to like blink all the time it was it was rough but uh from there i i was feeling good with my uh like physically with my legs and stuff and um I I was trying to make a move strong push to hopefully get under 16 for the first time and with just how the race was I mean it was a competitive field it was um pretty pretty like condensed um from the top and it was really hard to just move around and at that point I got out well but that second mile really slowed me down and um it was it was hard to move around for sure and My third mile was definitely faster than my second, but it was just really inefficiently run with how um, I I had to, I was trying to move up and then I would get cut off and then I would just do that. And then that last hill at the end was definitely tough as well. Um, I finished right above 1620, I believe, um, which wasn't what I was intending going into it, but it was a tough day for everyone, I think. And given the conditions, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. And I would say that, like, looking back, um, if I were to do that again, I would definitely know what to do differently next time.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, I know, um, a lot of realize too, when you're on the track racing, you know, they're 16 people, you know, if, if, if for some reason it's packed up in lane one or two, you can move out to the, to the outside. Uh, when you're in a, when you're in a race with, Two hundred plus, or like this upcoming Saturday, three hundred in a race, uh, especially on some of those narrow spots. I mean, it's it's just jam packed. So if you try to make a move to get through, like you're saying, you're kind of wasting energy, um, even just a little bit here and there, trying to move up, and then all of a sudden you see there's just another big pack. Uh, so I know definitely in the big races. Um, especially some like this Saturday where we've got some in the gold race, some in the silver and some in the bronze. We have to be able to see where where the leaders are and say, I've got to get out because um, I know right now I've monitor, monitored the forecast for over a week now and it was looking promising. And then <laughs> I just looked at it a little while ago again and I was like, okay, so now there's rain coming in tonight, tomorrow. Um, so that's going to be not a situation of, Hey, I'm back in the pack and there's, it's been so dry. There's just dust and everything. I know I'm, if I'm caught in the back, um, now I'm just slowing down and trying to run through mud. um, and there's not a lot of traction. I can't go. So just another kind of reminder of how important it is. If you belong up front, which both of you and your races will, uh, how important it is to kind of get out so you're not trying to work up through the race you're just worried about racing. Tate, how about you for NXR? Um you were in the big the big championship race. Uh Noah Valio. Um you've raced on the track and in races with him now multiple times. Is he uh is he a pretender or is he a true contender? What do you what do you think about him and then tell us about your race? No,
1: he's a true contender. He's he's very very good. Um He's very quick. I think he's 800 times like 152. So even though he's like fast at the 5k and you don't really think about the eight, like the 800 so much, he can close and he's got a lot of strength. So I think that sets him apart. But yeah, he's a really good runner. But um, going into the race, I was really excited. I had a lot of confidence off of the Charger tune-up uh, running a PR there. And I was excited um, running really fast time and getting a little bit quicker on the track. Uh, yes at the line i was a little nervous you know you had a lot of really fast guys and i was actually whenever we started out i was on like the second row so i wasn't at the front and i was really concerned like worried about getting out and it was a mess because wake med um it's like 400 meters downhill so everybody just gets out blazing fast and it's a mess and as soon as you get in the woods and we're all flying around those turns and stuff it gets pretty crazy and like you said also the dust it was. It was pretty rough, so I mean, I ran a pretty good time. I, I think we came through the mile. I was right at 4.40, 4.42. Uh, came through the two mile at like 10.02, 10.03. So slowed down a little bit, and then I was able to close pretty well um, for a 15.42. So like Brennan said, it wasn't the times that like we were quite hoping for, but I don't think it was the day that anybody wanted either. So all in all, we'll take it and the race experience, so. It was it was a pretty good day, even though we weren't getting the times we were hoping for.
0: Yeah. yeah and that, it's, it's hit or miss, just like this Saturday. We're, we're going down to Alabama because it's literally the fastest, if not one of the fastest, with the competition, too. I mean, just um, when they posted the, the actual races and to see 10, 15 people that have run 15, 18 to 15, 24. Um, how tight it will be because everybody there is um, so similar in the races and to know all of a sudden like weather is going to possibly change that. I mean, you just look at the last, the first few years of it. And then last year I was looking at that earlier today, just trying to see where 60 some people went under 15 minutes to last year, how many went under 15 and how that might be the same. Um, I know early on in the season, we were, we were like, all right, these are some races where we know it's going to be a fast day. The weather's good. Those are our PR chances, because once we get to conference regionals and states, it's all about how we can, how can we just be consistent? How can we, um, place well and as a team and individually? So before we move on NXR, um, I know I shared with some of the people that ran, um, individuals just random individuals from north carolina some of the names that we knew that uh as kind of an example of if you were running consistent like even if it wasn't new pr you're in one of the toughest races um yeah you you paid to race at nxr but everybody that was in your races deserved to be there like you you had to be in those races based on your time so um everybody was worthy of of The championship race or or the next race what what do you think that it says to you when you see others that you know maybe have posted faster times and maybe they struggled at an nxr do you does it does it kind of give you a little hope that hey i did run i ran a consistent race it wasn't my best but this person i know is is a lot maybe faster than me in a a 3200 or 1600 and they ran 30 seconds slower than i did or Um, does it give you kind of any consolation for the day or, or what share a little bit on that?
1: Yeah, for me, um, I, I think I was the, I was the first person to run for our team. So I didn't really know what to expect going into it. And, um, and when I finished, I, I was 20 seconds off my PR and originally I was, I was pretty upset, of course, uh, going into it for for the, for the sole reason of running fast, uh, and you don't, you don't do that. Uh, I was pretty upset at first. And then as, as the day went on, I kind of processed and as watching the other races, I realized like the conditions were just tough. Like it was dusty. It's really packed. Um, the course, even though it is fast, it's a tough course. I mean, that, that hill two times is really brutal. Um, so seeing, seeing those, those results, like, um, I think Luke Lyming was a big one who, uh, he ran, he was under 15, a few times, I think earlier at that course, early in the season. And then, um, and then, at and sorry, he ended up running, I think high 15 Um, so that's just one example of many, but, uh, it's definitely comforting in some ways to know that I wasn't the only one and that, um, just, just seeing the various results, it, it can definitely, uh, bring confidence back to know that
0: you're not the only one that struggled on that day. Tate, how about you? I mean, you've run, you've run tons of 1540s this year. Um, If you look though, I think the one thing if you look at your profile and you look at the races, it's, it's just been consistent in big time races. You know, you went, you won conference, you finished second to Thomas of Cuthbertson um, at regionals and then it states you improve. We're all about those same times. Um, when you see individuals that you know have committed somewhere, they're seniors, and maybe they haven't had as consistent races. I know we we all kind of compare each other. Do you take any comfort knowing like, hey, you know, maybe it wasn't the the time I was looking for, but the performance was was consistent for me to say, all right, I I won't beat myself up too bad about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like sometimes it might be hard. Like I'll get upset, you know, if I'm if I don't run quite a fast time that I want. But if you look in the Graham scheme, like of everybody, and you realize that everybody's in the same boat and nobody really hit that time also, it makes you feel a lot better. Um and like you were saying, like other people step into the line. I don't get so much nervous anymore. I used to a lot the past two years. Uh and this year I've kind of like stepped to the line with a lot of those bigger top guys um and i'm just like you know I, i'm here with them you know this is where i'm supposed to be you know even though you'll see the names like for example noah you know he committed to state he runs like a 1540 5k i mean just blazing fast. i think for, i
0: think 1440 maybe yeah oh yeah Did i said 15 <laughs> yeah i think yeah yeah. So <laughs> yeah. All right. yeah
1: 1440 uh which is really really fast um it definitely makes you nervous but whenever you set to the line and you realize you're in a race with them you're like you know, I deserved it and I have worked hard for this. So that's, that's something big for me this year. I've lost a lot of like the nervousness and just went out there to compete. So that's good.
0: Do you think, uh, because you've been able to grow your beard, uh, for this winter that that's helped? <laughs>
1: no, 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 I don't think so. We're working on it.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, all right, real quick, before we move into, um, thoughts kind of on indoor track. And then, of course, racing on Saturday and then this indoor season. Um, Talking about frustration, like name some races where you were extremely frustrated with your performance and and just kind of how you were like out of your body. I mean, as far as like maybe you could just go if there was no consequence, you would just like go rip a hurdle in half. Or um, is there is there any race that kind of stood out where you just, you know, did terribly or at least in your head and you just wanted to go hulk on somebody
1: i i think for me uh this season at least it would definitely be conference um because uh prior to that i at city county which was mainly the same people it was a two mile cross country and i had finished second right behind tate and then um and then following that i had some good races then i had some sickness and a, a minor injury that we worked through quickly but um that definitely, I think it was more of a mental setback than physical, but, um, following the next few races, I had some pacing efforts for my teammates. Um, and then I was, I was starting to train like normal again, uh, had a good workout. I think it was that, that Monday maybe, or that Saturday. Uh, and then the race was Wednesday or Thursday, Wednesday, Wednesday, I believe. Um, and then I just didn't perform. I, I think it was it was still a mental block um, with the injury. I think I was telling myself it was a lot bigger of a deal than it was. Um, and that that put a, a mental barrier on myself, um, kind of limiting my, my confidence and my expectations. And then the effort just wasn't really there for me. I think I ran like 1640-something. And I finished, I want to say sixth, when I was really hoping to get at least top three, hopefully runner-up. Um, I was definitely frustrated
0: that day, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I looked at some pictures. Um, it's funny that you said that that race because I was looking at pictures again, uh, doing the little graphic for uh, running lane, and I <laughs> I saw you, uh, Coach Page of Mount Tabor. He was he was handing out the medals, and he was smiling at everybody, and he was smiling in your face. I don't know who caught the picture, but you're just, and uh, <laughs> I know you. Uh, I, he's a throws coach at Mount Tabor, so. I don't know if you were trying to try out for their team when you uh, walked back and you kind of shot putted your medal. <laughs> uh, but I, so it's 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 natural to be frustrated and get upset about it. You know, uh, I think you've learned along the way. Uh, it's not too much what happens in that moment. You kind of learn from it, and then it's it's all right. So what are you going to do to bounce back? Um, sure. and I think you did that at regionals. But Tate, how about you? Is there? Uh, I know you're pretty even kill, but I heard um, a lot of people, man, you know, you're out there bush hogging cornfields to blow off some steam. you know what a what's a race where you just felt like you were just you're about to just put on your boots and hightail it out of there
1: <laughs> uh, Yeah, so uh, for me, I'm gonna probably say regionals, honestly, because after, after conference, I had a really good uh, confidence booster going into it. winning conference I was really excited for regionals and to be honest Thomas just kind of came out of nowhere I didn't really know a whole lot about him or the year before he just really stepped up this year and dropped some really fast times early on so I think for me like during that race I got out with him and I I mean from the get-go he was moving I was like oh it's it's going to be a race you know like this is you know we got to pick it up here and I want to say we got to the two mile and i and i think i gave him like a 10 meter gap or so on me and then from there i just kind of faded off a little bit i don't remember what he ran i want to i was 49 or 47 so i i want to say he was like 36 37 so it was about 10 seconds about 10 seconds or so so i mean that's that's probably the biggest race for me going into it because i just didn't realize that he was going to go out that fast so that's probably the most frustrating because I'm, I'm very competitive. So like if I'm, if I can beat you at something, I'm going to try to beat you. So, well,
0: so, oh yeah. Well, he's definitely, uh, he's definitely, I'd say, put his name on the, on the Midwest region, especially come outdoor track um, for, you know, it's not just, Oh, Tate's the number one returner, Cedar from Reynolds. Um, of course, we knew some Marvin Ridge guys, um, but I think even a couple days, or earlier this week, he ran 9.25, um, and his teammate who was, uh, I think it's Justin, I can't remember start with a B, but he ran 4.29 in the 1600s, so that was one of the meets that they ran. I think it was on Tuesday, whenever it wasn't freezing cold, but um, definitely those are going to be guys that – you know, it's not cross country anymore. It's individual come indoor states and, and same thing with outdoor, especially when we get to outdoor regionals. So those are definitely guys that um, we'll see how their four by eight um, looks, um, especially with, with some guys that they feel like are are kind of similar to you to kind of anchors of the team. So um, moving from there, indoor track. Um, how how do you think the transition with starting indoor track is going still knowing that you've got one last race, uh, for cross country. Um, and then I think next Thursday you are scheduled to race, um, at JDL in the size series. Um, just, so just talk about a little bit about how indoor track is going what's the difference between <laughs> the last few days or weeks. And I mean, the weather's crazy. It was freezing last night and, and how, uh, that kind of affects your training. Um, so, yeah, for
1: me, I'm I'm really excited to get going because I I do love cross country, but it's it's felt like a long season for sure. Um, and just from that charger tune up, that two mile, I, I kind of realized how much I missed the track, uh, those shorter events, and I feel like, um, especially with indoor, more than anything, you have a lot more control over like the circumstances. You don't have to deal with weather. Um, everyone's in the same conditions. It's all controlled. So it's really a lot of personal accountability that you can have during the races, um, and just controlling what you can and really executing. Um, and as for the training, we had a great workout Monday. It was, it was brutal out of, out of nowhere, kind of a surprise workout, uh, some mile repeats. Um, (laughs) it was, it was definitely tough, but I'm liking the training. I feel like, uh, I'm really getting better and it's, it's definitely pushing me. So I have some big goals. Um, and hopefully some uh yeah, hopefully I'll throw down some fast times, get qualified, running my first uh track state championship. Um and big things all around. I'm looking forward to
0: it. Oh, your first? Like you've never been to a state meet? For those for not, those that don't know. Not in track, no. Not in track. So you you're saying you've never been you've not always been a runner that's run under ten minutes or running the I mean, what was your what was your uh what was your 1600 last year? I know, but for everybody in the indoor. Last,
1: last year indoor, it was right at 441. I want to say.
0: Yeah. How many times yeah. did you run? <laughs> uh, it,
1: it had to have been like, I think three, three, four times, maybe 441.
0: Yeah. Well, what, so what was one of the biggest things before we moved to Tate last year you ran the 1600 different times. It wasn't like back to back to back, but they were just different races and it almost seemed like every race something new a new experience came right Uh, yeah from you were neck and neck at a race was it the raider invitational or something in december and then we went up to liberty in january and you're you're you were jockeying for position all all race long and then um and then we come back it was mondo invitational or something like that and then it was just another race so Uh, I mean, how what how do you think that that helps you going into this indoor season knowing like I was in three 1600s, ran the exact same time, but they were completely different races. Like, how how are you going to take what you learned last year and help you improve how you race this year?
1: Yeah. So at the time, definitely was frustrated for sure. I remember at Liberty, uh, we had just. I think I ran the mile maybe on Friday and then woke up in the four by eight on Saturday, me and Tate messed up the baton exchange, dropped the baton. And then, uh, we had a 500 that just didn't go great. And I remember telling you, uh, I just feel like this was kind of a waste, wasted opportunity, whatever. And you said, uh, it's not a waste unless you make it and all things are learning experiences. And I think that's, that's really important to, uh, take along with me um and it's definitely good to um just just it it helps you improve i mean not not all things are going to be successful but everything can be a learning learning experience um if you make it so i think one thing that i'm definitely going to um try to focus on is just being more efficient i remember i would countless times just try to make make a move surge up and then i would just tuck in on the rail and stop my my momentum and that would zap a lot of my energy Um, so I I just need to focus on just being more efficient being more uh just disciplined with my racing and uh I'm I'm looking forward to it I think I've learned a lot over these years um freshman and sophomore year I didn't get the best experience just because I I wasn't very fast I think uh started out with the 24 minute 5k 530 mile something like that and then didn't really get super super good until uh junior years when I started becoming pretty decent and then uh just picked up there, got a lot of learning experiences, and I'm ready to apply them and uh, drop
0: some fast times. Good. Very good. Tate, how about, how about you? Um, Brennan mentioned the workout on Monday, kind of, as we move into the indoor track season and get away from 5k, um, towards faster, shorter races. Uh, How'd the workout go for you on Monday? And what are some things you're looking forward to for the start of indoor?
1: Uh, yeah the workout went good. it was definitely a surprise for all of us in the moment. Uh, it was it was really good though I, I, I really enjoy workouts like that. Um, we had four by mile I think we were 440 457 515 and then 535 so they were they were pretty quick times and it definitely hurt in the cold it was it was pretty brutal um, but I think we all got a lot out of it and it was really beneficial for the team overall. Uh, going into track, I'm super excited because, to be honest, I'm just kind of burnt out with 5Ks at this point. I like changing it up with some shorter, fast stuff. And uh, like Brennan said, we uh, dropped the baton at Liberty last year, and uh, we kind of hung it up from there for the rest of the season. And I've really missed that a lot. The 4-8's got to be one of the most, like, adrenaline-pumping, fun races that you can have. And uh, I'm just hoping that we can carry that to the States this year. Cause the last time that we did was States my freshman year and that didn't go too well. So hopefully we can turn that around and uh, drop a really fast time and do well with that. So.
0: All right. All right. I'm glad you, I'm glad you segue to that even though this isn't scripted. All right. So <laughs> you're talking about your freshman year, you were a freshman, there were three seniors on there. Uh, so the, states didn't go well how did regionals go and then tell us why states didn't go well so uh, regionals went
1: actually amazing we pulled something off that i think everybody else didn't think that we could do they were not expecting it at all uh nate got out really fast i want to say he ran like 157 that day for the first leg uh he got out really well got a little bit of a gap for us and then from there it was gareth opened up the gap then he, I was third leg, uh, handed it off to me. I was able to maintain that gap. And then from there, it was just Jay pumping as hard as he could uh, with Andrew Burrell chasing him down. I remember after my leg, I was I was like dying. But at the same time, I was trying to jog around and see where Jay was and see where Andrew was. So uh, that was a that was probably one of my best track moments that I've had um, from experience. And then going on to the States, uh, we were so excited. I was really nervous, though, as a freshman, you know. We come in there and we get to the tent all checked in and we're wearing hip number one, you know, and everybody's looking at us, you know, as the top dogs. And we got out there and the race from the get-go, Nate had a really bad start. Uh, Somebody dropped a baton right in front of him and actually cut into his lane. So he was knocked off the course. And from there, we knew it was going to be a little bit messed up, but Nate still continued to run a really strong leg. Um, Gareth ran a really good leg and then it got to me and gosh we were went 600 meters in no 700 and it was the last 100 coming around the curve yeah. i uh i was fighting uh, this other dude off and i was looking up pumping the arms and just stepped on the rail and went down from there and i just remember getting up and like pretty much jogging to the line at the end and i was sure. just super upset about that but so that's that's kind of how it went. So hopefully we can turn that around this year and do really well. I'm excited. It was a
0: it was a tough day because um, I think we we'd run 818 indoors at the state meet, and we were trying to figure out like, all right, everybody's gonna get better, but how can we how can we drop 20 seconds and get to the Tabers and the Marvin Ridges and Hoggard was up there, and um, I think Green Hope was the other one too. Bedington um, too. Well, yeah, because in Weddington ended up finishing fifth mm-hmm. at regionals. Um, I think they they gambled a little bit, ran their B team, and uh, uh, yeah. and uh, Mooresville I think is the one that beat him at the beat them at the end. That guy ran like mm-hmm. a one fifty six or something final leg. Um, but to know you're going in, we run seven fifty eight at regionals, and then at states right from the get-go. I mean, I was up in the stands, and I saw Nate, and when we when you went and looked at the video, it was Hoggard that was in lane two. When Hoggard went to Ron, when they, the baton was in their inside hand, and whoever was in the in the same lane next to him, so maybe the 14th seed or 15th seed, they had a quicker arm, and they hit the baton out, and it went into lane one, and the Hoggard guy went, into lane one and went right in front of them so I remember it was like it was yesterday I don't know why I asked you to bring it back up because now it's just a uh, tough memories knowing especially that not only were you like we were rolling at that time we were trying to duplicate the same kind of race we knew Nate was going to kind of sit on the leaders uh, we knew he, he was running as as well as he had ever run in his life um, coming off a high 157 or maybe I think it was maybe 158 low or something like that, but he still ran 158 high after being in last place, a hundred meters into the race because he had to pick the baton up off the ground. Um, so just knowing how close it is. And we've kind of seen last year indoor, we had some sickness with one of our runners kind of abandoned it outdoor. We knew it wasn't the best decision as a team. It was better for you guys to run your individual races. So we see kind of now going into this indoor season, it's like we thought we would be back very quickly. And you see it's it's going on a year and a half, two years later. So I think this year with the indoor season, Blake, um, he's running the 500 here in a little bit. It's going to be fast, but that's, you know, we have to be used to running those fast, fast kind of starts, especially the 500. Um, and then our missing piece right now, Ian, uh, he was our third fastest 800 runner, uh, incredible shape. Um, he is a swimmer, but he's still been running. Uh, his, his work ethic is unbelievable and he's got the strength of, of a giant. So, um, I'm excited to see what you guys are going to be able to do, but next Thursday, y'all are going to run the 1600, um, uh, mm-hmm. without sharing too much. It don't matter. You can share too much. I think, uh, y'all know anybody that's going to be in that race with you and what are some thoughts? What are you trying to do? Especially going off of Monday where it wasn't a time trial. We knew it was going to be you know, a, a lengthy kind of workout where you had to push yourselves at the beginning, and then you also were just kind of flushing it out as you were helping others that were starting their first 1600 repeat. Um, next Thursday, what are you? You know, those eight laps, or do you think people are going to just be sitting on you, Tate? Or you know, Brennan, what are you? Are you going to take the lead, or are you y'all going to be you know saying talking to some of the other runners in that race if there if you still know anybody that's what are, your, what are your thoughts for next Thursday?
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm really looking forward to it. It's the first mile in a, in a in a long time. Um, uh, but some of my good friends, Andrew York and Cedar, they're both from Reynolds, uh, both some good, good competitors in the county. Um, they're they'll both be hopping in that mile um and trying to get qualified. And maybe Will Downs from Atkins too. I've I've known him for a long time. Used to play soccer with him. He's a really good runner too. Um, so It'll it'll be a good day, us five, and um, we're all just trying to get qualified, really. So it's pretty much just a time trial out there. And um, I, me personally, I would just love to just stay on Tate as long as I can. And I mean, I think on the I'm confident in my ability right now. I, I feel like I've been training really well, and um, I I could I I really think that if I just stay on Tate as long as I can, um, I I can just fight anyone else off. I think I could, I have the best close out of anyone in the race. And I think, um, I think I can, uh, get, get the
0: state mark that day. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Tate, how about you? Um, you're, you're pretty much at the point where you're not really sitting on anybody besides, you know, maybe less than 10 people in the state, um, Mm -hmm. the races, you know, how, how have you wrapped your mind about around, you know, how, you know, the times that you need to get, um, do you think it's an advantage that you're kind of going to be in control of a lot of the races that you'll have during indoor season, knowing I got to get out, but then I need to settle in so that I'm hitting my paces? Or um, deep down, there, are you still kind of worried that maybe somebody's just kind of sit on you and use you, or do you feel confident in your ability?
1: Um, I'd say it kind of goes both ways, honestly, right now, because I've only had a few races now, like with conference and whatnot, and during cross where I've gone out, and I've kind of just – doing my own thing and kept a pace. I know that people have been sitting on me, and that always worries me because they're just using me to try to outkick me because uh, that's that's what I've always done the past two years before, and it's always always worked. So now I'm in that position. And it definitely makes me a little bit nervous, but I, I have a lot of confidence from our training. It's been going really well, and I think I've gotten a lot stronger and quicker. So I think as long as I can get out, and even though people sit on me, I think that I'm able to close pretty well now. I'm really hoping for a fast 800 time this year because I think we, I've gotten a lot more strength and speed compared to last year, especially not running an 800. So looking forward to the 1,000 for sure. But uh, the 1,600 has got to be my favorite race, I'd say. So I'm I'm super pumped for Thursday, and hopefully we just go out there and I want Brendan to hold on as long as we can and we just get some uh, state qualifying time. So I'm looking really forward to it.
0: Good. All right. Uh I know we're we're getting to the end of the the podcast for today. Uh name one runner on the team that you kind of see yourself um or name like a freshman or it could be even a sophomore. Name somebody on the team that you kind of see a little bit of yourself in, um uh, whether it's good or bad and uh and why. Yeah, for me, that's a good
1: question. I would probably have to say um probably Jackson just because I mean we both kind of had that slow start uh he he ended up running really good towards his track season freshman year he actually broke five um which is a year before I did it but uh yeah so I I definitely uh see see myself in him and just that he's he's working really hard he's he's one of the top guys out here he's one of the leaders out here and um he's just improving a lot every day um he's he's really grinding and He's, he's throwing down some fast times, and um, just that progression, um, I, I see myself in him a lot in that way.
0: Very nice. Tate, how about you?
1: Uh, for me, I'm going to say probably Prakash, and I think I'm coming off of that for more like the mindset, like how we train. I think we're both pretty like really focused. I know especially like on race days, like Brennan's also in this category, but especially Prakash, I feel like we're just like very focused whenever it comes to the race and we're very locked in on our drills and everything else while a lot of other guys might talk and mm-hmm. they're just trying to keep the nerves down. I just feel like we're always locked in and we've got like the same mindset whenever it comes to focusing on our training and races. So
0: very nice. Um all right. Uh on uh, let's see. What's um What's one thing that you think, or what's a prediction for today's race at JDL? So we've got some running the 500, some running the 1,000, some running the 1,600. What do you think? I know Yai, Prakash, Matthew, George, David, they're all running the 1,600. On the ladies' side, you've got freshman Riley Hutchin and Molly Sheik. Uh, They're both going to be trying to break like six minutes. Uh, Alex is running the 1,000. Um, On the lady side, Lily Connors in the thousand again. Uh, So, what what's a prediction that you see, uh, or that you'd like to make for here in the next two hours? What's going to go down over at JDL? Uh, For me,
1: I would have to say I think Blake's five hundred. He's always I think he's more so put this his own label on himself, but that just he's not a fast guy. He's not he he can't run the eight hundred. He he hates running the four hundred. But he's, he's a strong strong runner, and I think he's going to surprise himself. He's been working really hard, um, and I think in the 500, although it's not maybe his favorite event to run, I could see him dropping a really fast time and, and surprising himself just with that strength that he's gotten um, over the years. And then as for the 1600, I think mm-hmm. Prakash, he's breaking five. Yeah, he's breaking five, of course. Um, they've already done that in outdoor, but uh i think they're just gonna i think everyone's gonna surprise themselves honestly we've all been training really well as a unit and um that workout monday went really well for a lot of people so i think it'll go really well
0: um yeah good tate how about you any surprises guys ladies Uh, any predictions
1: yeah the first one that came to mind was alex because he was actually Mm. talking about his thousand yesterday he's talking about how he hasn't broken three yet, I think he can definitely break three. I think he mm-hmm. can go 250. Maybe, I don't know, maybe faster than that. I, yeah. I say 250 is a really good number, though, Um, because we were chatting it up yesterday in practice, and he was talking about how he hasn't broken three yet, and we were like, dude, you, you can definitely break three. Mm-hmm. So that's the biggest one that came to mind. Uh, with the guys, 1,600, I'd say I think everybody goes for sure low 450s, if not under 450. I think every one of those guys are capable of it um, compared to last year where they were like – I know most of them were like sitting right on the edge of breaking five. There was a lot of like five flat to like five, ten times. So I think they can definitely drop at least 15 seconds this year. Mm -hmm. Um, On the ladies' side, you said it's Riley and who else in the 16?
0: Uh, Riley and Molly, um, they're running the sixteen hundred. I know uh, Lily's getting another crack at the thousand. She ran that last Tuesday. She led for the third and fourth lap. We were joking because when Paige got up there, they were supposed to kind of work together. And Lily thought there was somebody coming up to challenge her. So she was racing Paige for two laps. And then finally Paige took the lead, but they both kind of were exhausted. So she's going to get another crack at the thousand. Her sister is running it, Olivia, her and Katie. I think if she's feeling a lot better, um, they're going to be in a great heat to kind of do what Charlotte did last week, which was to kind of take the lead and then realize your seed time is not where you are. Um, I I made sure that I didn't adjust it too much because I I wanted them to be in a race where they were going to compete for the, the win and the heat and it be appropriate rather than just being a faster heat. Um, So,
1: Yeah, I think the ladies will definitely break six. uh, six That would would be awesome. And then for the thousand, I don't really know their time so much, but if the competition's better, I think as you were saying, like Lily and Paige, they were like almost fighting each other off. I think if they just realized that they were working together, they could have ran a lot faster to push each other. So I think the thousand will go really well.
0: Good. All right. Last thing. And then we're going to, we'll wrap it up. Um, since we're in the holiday season name one of your favorite memories growing up uh this time of year go ahead hmm. I think for there's me so, there's so many to choose from right <laughs>
1: yeah no I just had to to conjure up the memories but uh yeah so uh I had a good group of friends growing up uh in my neighborhood and we we had this uh this friend's house Nolan he has a uh, like huge hill in his front yard. I mean it's just massive. And we would all like the parents would would like make a fire and they would just hang out and all the kids for like hours. We would just walk up this hill and then sled down over and over and over again. We would do that so often. Uh every day it snowed pretty much and that was that's another good memory and then I just really enjoy spending time with my grandparents. Um I I don't see them too too often, uh especially nowadays, but I really like spending time with them, so those, those are probably my top
0: two. Very nice, Tate. How about you to finish this up?
1: Uh, so I'm gonna say I remember it's been several years ago, but we had it actually snowed on Christmas one time, and snow with me and my brothers—that's always fun. You know, the sledding and snowball fights and the bloody noses and all <laughs> that that you get. But that's that's always fun. Um, I think I'm trying to think. Uh, candle trimming—we have at church, so we have like a candlelight service. And uh, like a, uh, what's it called? A love feast and buns yeah. um, service. So that's one of my favorite uh, for sure for the year. That's got to be my favorite service with the music and all. And then every year my family in the mor- on Christmas morning, you know, we check check this tree and then we go to my grandparents for a breakfast. And so that breakfast has got to be my favorite one of the whole yeah. year. Got to be one of the best meals. So So just spending time
0: with family and friends for sure. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Very nice. Well, this is uh, just another episode of Getting Spike with Reagan Distance. Uh, I think we had a great, uh, great chat, uh, some great insight from uh, two of our top runners, uh, senior Brennan Kaplan and junior Tate Shore. Uh, Thank you, guys. Um, I think uh, this might be one of our best recording or recordings ever. Uh, We might have to just look at the, the, the factor of why it might be one of the best. Now I'm just, I'm just playing uh, big thank you to uh, tobacco uh, road sports radio. Uh, Mr. Johnson does a great job um, providing an opportunity for uh, programs, uh, especially at the high school level to kind of get a little insight into their program. Um, so each and every week follow along with us. Uh, I know during this, this last month, we've kind of had some off and on weeks with holiday season or, us actually having championship races or things going on, but uh, listen to us on your favorite, um, whether it's Spotify. I know you can check out your rap. Is that the new thing? Check out your twenty twenty three rap thing. Yeah. Um, or whatever, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. We're also on YouTube, so you can check out the video there. Um, I don't think we'll break any phones, uh, but uh, as always, uh, well, not as always, but I'm Coach Vera, um, and as always, remember, I'll leave you with this uh, don't be afraid of success or getting spiked. I appreciate it guys. Thank you guys.